to the Smith City Council, District 4. Please share your Detroit background and relationship to Detroit. Your history of being a Detroiter. I've been a lifelong Detroiter. I'm 73 years old. I've been in Detroit my entire life. So can you tell us the story of what led you to run for office? The first time I ever ran for office, I was uh, 21. And uh, uh, my father's pastor, uh, there was a racial fight up at Pershing High School. Uh, Reverend Brockington from Vernon Chapel AME Church went up there to try to help settle the issue uh, regarding the black children that were involved in this racial fight. So he went up to Persia and he saw a, a white state representative. He went up and tapped him on his shoulder. And he told him who he was, Joe Brockton, Burning Chapel Church. And the representative turned and uh representative turned around and looked at him and says, I don't know why you're coming to talk to me. I don't represent you people. And he turned around and walked away. So that Sunday, uh Reverend Brockton asked my father. Uh, to come see him after church and bring his son. I'm the son. Uh, after church, Reverend Brockton asked my dad to have my son, his son, run against then State Representative Michael Novak, uh, which I did do. I beat him six years later. What is your understanding of the duties of the office you are running for? Well, uh, a legislator represents the people that uh, have elected him to represent them. And he represents them on all manners before that uh, legislative body that makes decisions regarding the city of Detroit. Are you familiar with and what is your position on the Detroiters' Bill of Rights? Detroiters' Bill of Rights, what's that? So... It's a uh, it's a document that was created with the collection of some of the community organizations around things such as water affordability, uh, what will be affordable homes, uh, and it's uh, a part of a revision to the Detroit City Charter being led by Council Member from the Council from Council Member Lopez and Council Member Sheffield. And also, it's a collection of community groups uh, such as... Well, I, I don't need all of that. I mean, as far as whoever these people were that committed this, as far as water rights go, I think water is a human right. I think it should be free. Okay. I don't think it should cost money. I think, especially in the state of Michigan that's surrounded by water, our water should be free to all the citizens of the city of Detroit. How would you enhance Detroit's neighborhoods and which neighborhoods would be your priority? Any specific one? Well, no, I, I mean, well, sure. I mean, for, for me, if uh, if the voters select me to represent them in the 4th District, I'd be concerned about the 4th District. And uh, in my 24 years in the legislature, I spent 12 years in the Michigan House. I spent 12 years in the Michigan Senate. I was elected floor leader in the Michigan Senate. In 1995, I then went on to uh, uh, become an elected circuit court judge. I spent 16 years on the circuit court, 10 years as a presiding judge of the juvenile division, and five judges, chief judge of the circuit court. So, I mean, from a, in the 24 years that I was an elected representative, both in the House and Senate, I took good care of the people that represented me. In fact, they reelected me 12 times to both of those bodies. Uh, 
And when I say I took good care of them, there's no need that anybody in, in those districts brought to me that I didn't address. And one passed on another, hopefully, to the satisfaction of the, uh, of the uh, folks that brought it to me. I, uh, my, my specialty, if I had a specialty, was organizing in the community. I organized the John Conyers campaign in 64, John uh, Coleman Young's campaign in 73, and I got to the legislature by organizing block clubs and property owners associations, and we strengthened the black vote out in the Northeast Detroit. I was the first black person ever elected to the legislature in Northeast Detroit. Then we beat the white state senator, then we beat the county commissioner. Uh, so for me, uh, I have been a part of the building of uh, political power in the city of Detroit. And it saddens me to see that we've given it all away. What is your plan and position on abandoned properties like schools throughout the city of Detroit owned by the Land Bank Authority? Well, the schools and abandoned properties, I mean, the, the, the city stuck with them. Uh, one, charter schools should have never been approved. I voted against charter schools myself. And... Uh, uh, yeah, all it has is done is siphon off public dollars and put it into the private arena. And those folks don't hire us. Uh, so uh, as far as the schools that have been closed as a result of it, well, what do you do with them? Uh, when you have a, a, a building that's 5,000 or 10,000 square feet that's now abandoned and sitting in the community. Yeah, hopefully it can be refurbished. What I would like to do in the Ward district is take an abandoned school and turn it into a community center. I see the 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 main plank in my in my uh, the main plank that I'm pushing is to eliminate poverty uh, for single parent households in the city of Detroit. Fifty seven percent of the households in Detroit are in poverty. Uh, now, 57% of the households in Detroit are single-parent households with children. 35% are in poverty. I attacked that problem when I was in the juvenile division, but we could only deal with delinquency and abuse and neglect. That was the symptom. It was not the problem. The problem was poverty. I want to attack poverty. Now I want to do it directly. I want to see it eliminated. I want to reach down and, and and get the core part of the black community, which has not been able to uplift themselves, where the other 60% of us have been able to uplift ourselves out of poverty uh, after the, the, the 20s and 30s when we migrated into Detroit. So if we can reach down and, and lift up the least of these and provide them the same opportunities that I was able to provide with my four children, we'll lift up the city of Detroit and we'll strengthen the family structure in the city of Detroit. What's your definition of police reform? Do you feel it's needed in Detroit? If so, in what ways? What is your position on facial recognition technology? Well, I mean, you know, police departments were designed to control black folks. That's all it was about. They didn't have any police departments until they start forming these private gangs that they generally call militias, which turned out to be the Ku Klux Klan. And that's how they policed us as they kept us down uh, for the last 400 years in this country. So police, absolutely, we need to control them. When Coleman Young became mayor, 99% of the police department was white and male. 
Blacks were excluded from city government, excluded from county government, excluded from state government, excluded from any jobs in hospitals if they were doctors they didn't have any privileges in hospitals, excluded practicing law because the only things they could do in terms of practicing law was maybe if they were lucky, get a few assignments down in the criminal court, and most of those went to the white attorneys at the time. That changed after Coleman Young became mayor. And for 20 years, we actually had power in this town until we started to give it back away. What's your position on the repayment of residents who have been overassessed and overpaid property taxes? They need to get their money back. What do you see as the future of Detroit? If Detroit can hold on to... Well, Detroit's getting wider and wider. And the whole intent now in the city is to force black people out. And if you go to any of the southern cities like Nashville, Memphis, uh, it all starts the same way. They they depopulate the urban area. Uh, they call it a ghetto, call it uh, push the property values down. Uh, they pick up the property for a nickel and a dime from the whites that are, are escaping. And then uh, the blacks that are left, they double the price and, 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 and charge them. So now after they can't build out anymore because they can't go out any farther in the suburb because the infrastructure for sewers and, and rail lines and all that won't go out any further, they've got to come back to the city. So in order to come back to the city, what that means is now they come in and they push black people out again because they come in and pick up the property at dirt cheap. They triple the prices in the, in the value, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the stronger communities. And all of a sudden, uh, we see the same thing occur over and over and over and over. So for black folks, Coleman told him, uh, when he became mayor, buy in the city of Detroit. Well, half of us did, the other half of us ran to the suburbs. Those that ran to the suburbs need to come back home. So why should Detroiters vote for you? Because I'm different. And uh, I have been different uh, my entire life, and I have been raised to do what I'm doing. 